Welcome to the Stacking Slabs podcast. Join Brett to get the latest sports cards investment advice, hear from industry experts that are deep in the trenches, and find out when to turn left when the rest of the market is going right. Get eBay ready, get PayPal ready. Let's be students of the game and stack those slabs. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Stacking Slabs, your hobby content alternative. I am your host, Brett McGrath, and man, I am beat. I got a little DC, a little Diet Coke fueling this episode. I'm a DC connoisseur. I probably drink way too many. It's my vice, but I've got my old trusty companion here with me as I record this. I'm looking the second half in the second slate of the NFL action is about to come to a close. I have been through the ringer this weekend. Shout out to all the solo parenting out there. Um, If you're a solo parent, it's very admirable. If your loved one goes away for a weekend and you are trying to play defense on your child by yourself and maybe you call in some help, I'm just coming off that. So uh, if you rewind the tape from the weekend prior, I was on my own. I went to Chicago this weekend. It was my wife's turn. She had a fun lake house weekend with her friends. And so I was managing the baby. And boy, we had a fun time. We had a blast. But I am smoked as I record this. And that Colts game certainly didn't help. Man, talk about mentally and emotionally just exhausting. Um, lot, some good things in that one, some bad things in that one. End in a tie, I guess it's better than a loss. I try not to overreact after week one. I think there's a lot that goes on, and it is a long season, but definitely wish that one would have ended a little bit different. But I just want to say this happy kickoff to you and yours. Hopefully you enjoyed your NFL Sunday. And you know what the best part about it is, is We are to the point in the week where if it didn't go your way, you can dust your shoulders off a little bit, pick yourself up and put on your jersey, paint your face, get freaking fired up, get that party going, get the people over, get the wings, get the nachos, get all that stuff out for week two and try to redeem yourself. I know I am certainly doing that. There's always new cards to pursue. You got to know that. So. The love of sports and the love of the hobby is alive and well, and I'm excited. This episode, I was, um, I had some thoughts, and I'm putting it together um, kind of at the 11th hour, and a lot of it, uh, as I analyze kind of what I wanted to talk about, a lot of it re- revolves around things that I think are maybe a little overrated in the hobby, so we have not gotten into overrated um, in a while, but just some things that I'm seeing, but I also think that there's a lot of greatness going on. And it just seems like with the Dallas show this weekend, you heard Kevin last week at the local denim show. There's so many shows going on right now in the hobby. And it just seems like people are lined up. They want to be a part of the in-person experience. People want to wheel and deal. People want to buy and sell sports cards. People want to collect our cards. I know I've been busier than ever turning over rocks, trying to get some answers, having the community reach out to me, tell me where cards are. And I think that's really good. So we're going to talk a little overrated. I'm going to talk a little bit about some of these cards and things that I've been buying and what's making me happy in the hobby. But welcome back. Welcome back to Stacking Slabs. 
Thank you for coming. If you are new to the show, welcome. We talk about collecting sports cards and what goes on. We try to stay away from mainstream topics. And if we do hit those topics, we try to take them from a little bit of a different angle. I asked the community, I asked you, what are some overrated things in the hobby? And I I was just curious. I've not looked at them that. I've got responses back and we're going to close this episode by going over some of the things that you think are overrated in the hobby from cards to players to parallels to products, all a bunch of peas all over the place. Um, but let's get it going. Starting with peas, I just want to say maybe we can start with PWCC. I just got a card. Literally, I been went to my mailbox right before I came in. I'd been over at my parents' house. Shout out to my mom as I record this. It's her birthday. Um, happy birthday, mom. Um, but, you know, I knew hopefully I was getting a card and I did get a card from PWCC. And I just want to say on platforms, selling platforms, whatever it is, and I can only speak to my experience, but it just seems like there are a lot of cards that are sitting out there that sometimes you, you it might seem high, it might seem out of range, but don't let that intimidate you. If you really like the card and you think you have a fair offer, send the offer. Think any time I floated an offer on a non eBay platform, I've always been able to get a deal done. And I think whether you're whatever platform you're shopping on, I think there is always people trying to move cards. So maybe the mindset when you move to a platform like PWCC or somewhere else, the mindset of someone who has their cards vaulted might a seller might be a little bit different than maybe someone who is putting their cards up on eBay. But that's just my experience. And this last one, and I'm holding this card in hand, I literally just took it out of the package, but I'm holding a 2014 Panini Select Philip Rivers Gold Prism PSA 10. That card is out of 10. Um, I've been buying the 2013s and the 2014s of guys that I collect. I just think these, you know, I'm a, I'm a select guy. I know, um, you know, some people prefer optic over over select. Um, I like select. I just like the lineage of the product. I'm not an optic hater. I just look at my PC. I don't really have too many optic cards. And I'll say, I do love the optic gold vinyl one of ones, but I was, I was uh, chatting with some friends about this. I just can't find the guys that I collect in optic gold vinyl one of ones. I love the gold vinyl look, but I just can't, can't, um, I can't seem to land those. So I, I have, been picking up those gold prisms from those earlier years. And um, this Philip Rivers is a perfect example. This card in a PSA 10, I saw it on PWCC and I was like, I need this card. And so I made an offer on it and the offer got accepted. And now I have the card in hand. So that's just go digging. If you really are looking for cards and you're looking to build continuity, build um, you know some, some player PCs out, uh, make sure you're evaluating all those platforms and make make offer i will shout this feature out on card ladder i haven't really shout out card ladder features in a while they've done such a nice job with this app just there's so it's so robust that it's powerful and there's so much kind of to do but the one thing that i think maybe gets overlooked is going to the shop feature hit the shop feature type in your player type in your you know set things you collect and it does a great job of pulling those uh, listings up not just on eBay but across kind of all of the um, major selling platforms, uh, My Slabs, PWCC, Golden, 
which I think is really cool. And it's, it's an, I find myself sometimes like digging through those sites and then I just say, well, why don't I just go to card ladder and do that? And so I think that actually is what landed me, uh, what land, how I landed this river. So make an offer, get your stuff done. Some other things that I got, and I posted this last week at the end of last week, but speaking of select, these actually, these last two cards were the last two cards as we record this, I I put on Instagram. So I picked up the, uh, 2022 Roman Reigns Select Gold Ringside. The ringside. This is. I've been talking about how high I am on the photography from the Panini products since the license has changed. These ringside, the photography on them are so money. You layer in the gold on top of it, and these are cards that I just need, especially of the guys that I collect. So special shout out to my man Drake at Drake's PC. You all know him. He's on the show all the time we're always trading dms but he had this card and he sent me the listing earlier i got it for a i thought pretty reasonable price when it's all said and done got that card going to be sending it to psa and excited about it and i also got a paris campbell gold prism rookie from 2019 that one popped up and i just like i know paris has struggled um injuries this is kind of his last chance but i've always been a fan of him ever since he's been with the colts gold prism rookie you know that's my thing so i picked up that card recently too. And I posted that on Sunday. So some of those cards that I'm really digging on really like a set that I like a lot. That is, I'm beginning to dig in more and more and actually just bought a card from it today as I record this. And I will be sharing that um, once I get it in hand, but it's from the 2014 totally certified football set. I just love this. I think these cards are badass. Um, MK Sports Cards uh, posted a kind of some of the luck mirror golds that he had picked up over the years. And I have been um, had these cards in my saved listings. I picked up a, a, a couple Matt Ryans, but I think these cards are so money. So I know basketball fans are, are basketball collectors are a fan of this set. I'm beginning to see football collectors be a fan of this set. They're just beautiful cards, especially the mirror. Um, the mirror parallels, you've got the red out of 25, the blue out of 10, the gold out of five, and the green one of ones. I'm just digging on this set. I think it's always really healthy for us as collectors to make sure that you are not just doing the same thing, sticking the same th- stuff over and over, but go exploring. And I find a lot of the time my exploring takes off and begins to kind of go in this direction where I start buying cards from different sets of players that I collect. It's usually inspired by Instagram posts that I see of people just that I really admire and collectors that I really dig who are displaying these um, parallels, displaying these products, displaying these sets, and just talking about why they love them. So that's what catches my eye. And so I think so often we focus it on Instagram and just think about the negative and there's just all the negative stuff about what people are doing that we don't like. I think what we should be talking about is what people are doing that we like. Share that shit in your story tag people, show show people that you appreciate them, especially if that is driving your buying of new cards. I think that's really cool. It's a really important part of the community that I want to shine a light on. And so I'm going to shout out MK Sports Cards. His luck post inspired me to go do some digging, set, put up a save listing and buy some freaking cards. So we're going to be talking about overrated stuff. One of the things that I want to make sure I do before I talk about overrated stuff is talk about underrated stuff. So I think that 2014 totally certified set kicks freaking ass. Just go look at those cards. All right. So get into this. I have not, I heard that they responded back. 
but I put this question, I put a question out to the crossover team. I'm going to be, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a audio listener of that. I'm too freaking old. There was a point in my time before children, before I had a child that I could stay up and watch that stuff on Instagram, but I, I listened to it on audio form. So I knew, I know, cause I got, I got people sliding into my DMs um, with pitchforks because of a question I asked this week. But this question, and I'm going to get to the question, but uh, and talk a little bit about why I asked the question. But it's around these case hits, and I think case hits um, are potentially, especially in the modern era, are kind of the most overrated things that we have in the hobby. And I think they are positioned as these rare and scarce relics to get suck people in to have you buy the case, buy the box, buy the break. And that's fine. And you can be all about these case hits. And I don't want to rain on your parade. Remember, this is an opinion. I'm not stating I'm right and you're wrong. I'm giving you my opinion on what I see and how I feel about these case hits. I think just, I just think they're most they're the most overrated, oversaturated thing going in the hobby right now. And I put some info out there on downtown um, out of Optic and had some people come at me, some downtown apologists, which is fine. Like, I never really try to stir the pot, but I do, when I do have opinions about stuff that I'm seeing over and over, I take to a platform that I'm building with you called the Stacking Slabs Podcast and air it out. And so however you feel, that's fine. When I come to um, share information about something that I don't like, I always try to bring data to help support my argument for or against anything. So let's take an example. First and foremost, we're talking about case hits. Uh, maybe from a context perspective, I want to look at kabooms. I want to look at downtowns, and I want to look at color blast. Think one case in point, and you can say the argument. You could say arguments for well, WWE Prism has gone down in general. Well, it has in some pockets in some areas, but I don't like cases because they're not protected by manufactured scarcity, right? So you know, they're the only way we can really tell how many of these cards are in existence are piecing things together through pop reports. And even pop reports, whether you're going to PSA, BGS, SGC, they don't tell you the whole story because not everyone grades their cards. So just one example, and this is what started to really trigger this for me. It was when I looked at kind of the the John Cena color blast out of WWE Prism. Um, When the product was launched, this card, and you could say it did, there was a big run up, a lot of hype up front, but this card on April 8th, sold for $7,499, almost $7,500. And then in June, June 10th, it sold for $700. Now, I'm no mathematician, but that is quite a dramatic drop-off. So I think what it says to me is just, I like to, when I'm buying cards, always have risk. I always want to mitigate risk when I'm spending a lot of money on a card and want to make sure that it's rare and scarce. And the problem, I think, with a lot of these modern case hits is they're not rare and scarce. And so I'd like to bring some awareness to the case hits like like Downtown Kaboom and Color Blast. Um, and so part of what I floated out over at the crossover, and again, I've not heard their response and I'm excited to listen. I will have listened to that by the time this goes live. But basically, I see these cards invade my feed, my stories. And when I continue to see something over and over, um, I start to get skeptical. And I think well, I don't believe these cards are rare. I don't believe these cards are scarce. I think they're merely fueled to for the hobby hype machines. And people pass these cards over and over and play hot potato with them. And again, like if you love these cards, you love these cards. And not, like what I say shouldn't matter to you. But I'm just saying from a macro perspective. And I think I constantly see breakers oversell the significance. And I've seen so many breakers like 
get so hyped up about, you know, pulling a Trey Lance downtown. And if I see it again, like I might jump off a building and it's not just Trey Lance, it's everybody. And so I think some, some data points that I pulled together was, okay, looking at Kaboom. So from Kaboom Absolute, these are 2020 football specifically. So Kaboom at an Absolute, there's a total population of 1,725 Kaboom and a checklist of 50. Now, I took out golds and greens out of this. But if you look at the total population, just on PSA alone, there's seven, 1,725 cards of Kaboom that have been graded. That, to me, like definitely shows that these things aren't rare and scarce, especially since we're seeing them all the time. You look at downtown from Optic has a total population in 2020 of 2,250 with a checklist of 40. You look at Color Blast from Prism, total population of 406 with a checklist of 50, 15. So that's 4,381 total cards from these rare and scarce, in quotes, case hits from just PSA's population. Now, if you look at the card letter data on Justin Herbert, 2020 Downtown Optic, the PSA 10 has a total population of 129. That's a lot of cards. That is a lot of cards, 129 PSA 10s alone. And they're currently selling for 4K. This card is down 56% from its high at $9,200. I think this stuff makes me appreciate scarcity, makes me appreciate serial numbering. I think if this information can get someone to question the positioning and narrative around these case hits by the people who have them in hand, then I've done my freaking job. Look at the data. We should collect what we like. And again, if you like Color Blast, if you like Downtown, if you like Kabooms, you like them. And what I say shouldn't matter. You should collect what you like, right? That's what we all say. But what I want to do is just make sure that people don't think these things are rare and scarce. And what happens is you're going to buy them and then the next one's going to pop up and then you're, it's a continual cycle. So that's how I feel about case hits. I think they're a little bit overrated. What do you think? Do you like them? Do you not like them? I would love to know. I think one of the other things on the all overrated list that I want to kind of share with you all is just the non-game worn patches out of premium products and what those cards are are going for. I if you listen to the episode with the Captain 37, go listen to that. I always enjoy my conversations with Kevin. Um he talked about a Brady lot that he just picked up of just various cards of all different years of Brady, but all game worn patches. Um, you can look at 2014 flawless. You can look at older NT tools of the trade fabric of the game. There's so many awesome game worn sets. I am a game worn novice. I'm just getting into this stuff, but I can tell by talking to people like Kevin and talking to other people in the hobby who are deep in game worn. There's only so much and the supply is limited. And if, especially with the uncertainty of what's going to be happening on the game worn front with fanatics and what we're seeing right now delivered with panini on the unworn stuff you got to appreciate a game worn patch these days and so again another little uh example and something that i did just because i i was in, i was interested i went and looked at the premier auction on pwcc what was live and i looked at their inventory of just national treasure so i typed in went to the premier auction just typed in national treasure so I there's 63 national treasure products that were were listed in the search list. So out of this 63, 
24 of these cards were player or event worn. Okay. So player or event worn. I've got some event worn stuff. I don't know how you feel about player or event worn. I know it's not as nice as having a game worn, but that was a compelling data point I, I saw at a 63.24 or player or event worn being sold in their premiere, the highest of the high. So people are spending thousands, tens and thousands of dollars on player or event worn stuff. 37 out of the 63 were unworn. So this is over the last couple of years in T. So rookies, hype stuff. 36, 37 unworn. 24 player worn, 37 unworn. That left two cards from NT on the PWCC premiere that were game worn. That was a 2012 Dwayne Wade, LeBron James game worn logo, logo man, and a 09 Kevin Durant game worn. That to me sent some signals. And I just think it's interesting to see. And I know I just, I'm not spending money. I'm not spending thousands of dollars on an NTRPA of anyone that's not, that does not have a game worn patch. I don't get it. I think it's risky. And honestly, I just flash forward from 10 years from now. And maybe that's not what it is. And maybe I'm naive. And maybe people are buying these cards to do what they've been doing. And what we've been seeing in some of these trends is to flip it six months down the road and lose their money. Maybe people are comfortable doing that. I don't know. But I just struggle as a collector to find long-term value in something that is unworn. I don't care what the lineage of the product is. I don't care how freaking good um, you know, the, the rookie becomes. It just does not make any sense to me at all. So what are we going to do? I think, again, you, you buy what you freaking like. And if you like these cards, then... Don't let me hold your feet to the fire. You got to just continue to do what you do and just be, be, be observant, question, and just, I don't know. I just, I'm, I have a podcast and I like to talk about this stuff. So we have an episode coming out about ways to mitigate risk and collect what you love. That is going to be with Curtis, the collector. You can find him on Instagram, 90s kid card collector. Excited about that episode. And I want to close out this one by sharing some takes from you all, okay? I'm pulling up my phone right now. I am looking at, by the way, this this episode is unofficially sponsored. Even though I have not taken a sip, I'm gonna take a sip now. It is sponsored by Diet Coke, no sugar, no calories, very crisp. I will take it over Diet Pepsi any day of the week. Thank you, Diet Coke, for your continued support of the Stacking Slabs podcast. We're gonna close this out. What are the most overhyped sports cards right now? Here it goes from the community. Let's close this out strong. This girl collects Mac Jones. Yes, I have not looked at Mac Jones numbers. And again, I don't try to over been through this rodeo as a fan so many times. I don't try to get too caught up in just one week, but I know that the Patriots didn't have a very good game today. So this girl collects thinks Mac Jones. I think when you continue to see someone over and over again in your feed, inevitably it's going to rub you the wrong way. Cardboard. Craig, 101 Logoman from a player-worn jersey. Okay, this I promise you, this is not rehearsed. So again, just what I said, player-worn, one-of-ones, player-worn, RPAs, cardboard, Craig. Big Nate's PC, second years, or any other year but rookie for that matter. Back in the day, it was rookie or bust. 
I, you know, Big Nate, see, this is why I love the show. I completely disagree with you, but you know what? We all have opinions. So he's not a second year or any other year. Well, that's kind of how I operate and I dig in. I just like if it's rare or scarce. So Big Nate, second year is overrated. Tough to find stuff. Mike Trout, Mac Jones, Trevor Lawrence, PMGs, 86 Flair Jordans, PSA graded cards. Mamma Mia, that is a, a lot. He is just firing down. So, you know, I, I think for some context, maybe I would say, and I don't want to speak for you, tough to find stuff, but just going down this list, you're probably saying Mike Trout because they've never won anything. I know it's different in baseball. Mac Jones, I think is in Trevor Lawrence, overhyped rookies who still need to prove it. PMGs, maybe because we see them all the time and they're available. 86 Flair Jordans, I think that one is pretty evident in PSA graded cards, potentially just because of the price discrepancy for Beckett. Those are just me, just me coloring in the lines. Bangers and wax, ultra modern one of ones of the big three sports. Okay. Wow. Sports cards and sunsets. Logo man, manufactured gimmicks. Coming in hot. Billy Hoyle can dunk vintage. Chinned cards. Relic cards with patches not associated with anything. That's I think that this is like on the Mount Rushmore of overrated. Um, relic cards with patches not associated with anything. K Dizzle cards, rookies and high-end products. Justin's ZPC, even though I love them, hard to argue against. Hard, hard to argue that anything gold isn't overhyped. Ugh, my PC is all gold, but if you say so, we'll take it. Gold gets a lot of attention. I can see it rubbing people the wrong way. Apocalypse cards, anything after, say, 2015, after Topps lost its last license. Football. Sports cards, 0711, Formula One. Revolution Rust, Silver Prisms, always have and always will. I like that. PK cards, lots to choose from. Young QB market makes no sense. Jordan Northwoods card collector, always the rookie QB in the prices. Half would be lucky to have the careers like Matt Ryan and Rivers. Uh, I also think Panini waters down anything they've done. People like Gold's Downtown Kaboom and I. So Jordan's like on my level here. Um, he's speaking to me, uh, speaking to my soul. Cards of Cascadia. I originally enjoyed Chrome Sapphire, but there's way too much of it. The real Joseph Roeder, rookie QBs on subpar teams. Why drop that kind of money when you can buy multiple Hall of Famers? Preach. Tsunami breaks. Any cards, those car salesmen pump. Anything over 1K that isn't one of one or doesn't have an auto or isn't a rookie of a Hall of Fame legend. I, I love that. Packed, this is all tsunami breaks. Patch cards, especially patches that have nothing to do with the player. Uh, numbered cards, I had a Herbert auto out of five that looked no different than in another out of 99. This is facts on that. That I see that all the time. Rookie QBs with few years in the league having more value than Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Preach. To, uh uh, tsunami breaks might uh, be on the Mount Rushmore of overrated responses on this. He came in hot. Badger Pride 36, maybe Prism. Even if it, a card has 199 copies, there are hundreds in total copies of rare parallels. The card Messiah 19. What's up, brother? Definitely Killian Mbappe. He plays against farmers. Yanks haven't worked it out yet. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> Marino Collector, PSA graded. Base rookies with pops over a thousand testify. Lebo Jets downtown nineties kid card collector Trevor Lawrence and Trey Lance charm city Tim kaboom. I like them, but the hype does not match the quality. Downtowns are horrible. I'm telling you, I did not look at this beforehand. Carlson cards kaboom and Bugard twenty one 
Ben Skoranek. That's random, but he must be a, a Rams fan. Not very happy. I'm a Notre Dame fan. Not very happy. So I can Ben Skoranek definitely went there, and I I'm feeling that. So we have overrated things. We can talk about them. We all have opinions. You can like them or you don't. But all I know is I'm going to sit back and dig make offers, and connect with the community and collect the cards I like. You all freaking take care of yourself. Make it count. Don't worry if your team is down and out. There's always week two to get back in line. Get some chicken wings. Get that menu in order. Hamburgers, quesos, what? Chips, what? Salsa, what? Chicken nuggets, anything deep fried. Brisket, barbecue. Am I making you hungry yet? We'll talk to you Friday. See you soon. Peace out. 